Hey, the Holy Ghost just prompted me about something. You know what the biggest problem of this nation today is? A godly sorrow. They don't know how to have one. You know why? Because America don't know what sin is. Those lines has been so muddy and just so whatever. They don't even exist no more. They're not even on the field anymore. Not in America's view. But oh, we need an old-fashioned of godly sorrow that we can understand what transgressions is at. Because without repentance, hallelujah, you can't, you can't accomplish anything else. But if you'll repent, that means dying, making a bow face turn. But you got to know what you got to turn from. If you ain't got a clue what you're turning from, then you don't know what to turn from. I'm telling you, the devil's worked so well. Amen. Hiding his devices. Paul told us, he said, don't be ignorant of his devices. He's telling that the Holy Ghost filled people. I hate to say this. Even the apostolic church, if we're not careful, begin to get. It started out just blinders like this. We just ignore it. Like the same spirit happened to America. We'd walk up and down these streets with people being beat up and killed and raped and all this other and just ignore it. If it happens in the natural, guess what? It happened in the spiritual first. The churches, preachers, myself stood in pulpits. We just put blinders on, say we just want to dress it, we want to offend nobody. We may offend them and write them off, and that's one of my biggest high players. Oh, God have mercy on us. Hallelujah. To get turned around. I'm not serving money, I'm serving God. Hallelujah. Makes all the seal and the gold, the oil, and everything else. Amen. Exist. Hallelujah. We're serving God, the living God that's in the saving business and in the delivering business. Hey, I'm in a house, amen, where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. I'm not going to let sin or the devil even rob me of the liberty that God has given me. He that the Son is set free is free indeed. We're not servants of sin, neither should we be blind to it. I'm sorry. Oh, what a God. What a Savior. What a, what a love of God. A love of God. He's a lover of our soul, folks. He loves us. He cares. Please don't apologize. I know. I know. Really, he's got it. Somehow, if we could just somehow can unzip it, he's got it. It's, it's not about entertaining us. It's about entertaining him and representing him. We got such a lesson this morning that uh, if you read that lesson in Delp. If you caught, watch God's people is the most humble people on the face of the earth. Esther and them, because it was a law written by the king, they would have yielded themselves even to been killed. They wouldn't have put on the sword and guns as long as the law wasn't behind them. I'm talking about a pagan king's law. That's the reason she had to go back and intercede the second time. 
Notice how she intercedes. Now she's the queen. Hide the kingdom. Mordecai, you got name and house. You got the net. He was the next man in line to the king. Now it's been turned over to Mordecai. But her attitude of not being rebellious or high-minded or arrogant, but very humble and meek, she comes on her knees, weeping and crying the second time to the king. I tell you, there's a spirit that's moved on America. And even with our, please don't be offensive, ladies, but on our ladies. Hallelujah. In your face, man. Rebellion, stuff like that. But that's like the way, an attitude toward God Almighty and His design of who and what we are. We're the bride. Catch it. It's not about women, it's about the church. It's about the church coming into the king. It's about the church interceding to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords upon this earth that has the power and the ability to change the law, that will give us the right to fight whenever the time comes. Go back and read it. Twelfth month by lot. Haman set up a decree to destroy the Jews, to annihilate them. To wipe them out. Every son, every boy, every woman, everybody. You know what that was? That was the devil trying to take away the Jews because out of the Jews was coming the Messiah called Jesus. But you know what happened? Mordecai, he wouldn't bow, but he was willing to pay a price. He put on sackcloth and they began to fast and pray. I brought those weapons to your attention Wednesday night. God's got some weapons. God don't have to have our guns. God don't have to have our jets. God don't have to have our battleships. He's got some hornets. He's got some hail he can send out of the heaven. Now you watch him. We try to play this balance act. In this, even in this country that's so unsettled and unstable. The devil tears are loose on both sides. From all the areas. That's what it's all about. Destroying and tearing down. But not the church. Not the church. Not even, not even Esther now. I, I know my time, I ain't got a clue what time the, the battery ran out on my clock and so I didn't even bring it out here so uh, watch what happens now I'm going to go back and study this some after they petition him the king says hey I give you Haman I give you all that but she asked to change the decree to change the law he says we can't do it it's unchangeable he said but I'll tell you what I can do I can put the pen in Mordecai's hand. I can give him the ring. And whatever Mordecai sees fit to write to the Jews. To protect themselves. And for against the power of evil. God. 
What has God given the church to war against the spirit of wickedness and darkness with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, with the precious name of Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Amen. The church is the most powerful. Amen. The most powerful kingdom on the face of the earth. We can pull down governments. We can't change the White House. Ladies and gentlemen, our prayers can dispatch angels. Amen. I tell you, we can watch it's going to make a difference. But we don't do it for self-glory. Watch it close. The pagan king gave them permission to go annihilate all the enemy that was against them. The women, children. And also to take all their goods. But they didn't do it. Watch this. The Chaldeans... All those pagans that God could raise up against Israel. <laughs> they'd get overzealous. They'd get like pride. and they would, they would put more persecution and trial on the Jews than they should have. And God would rise up against them and punish them. I'd love to say the church has never allowed that. This pulpit. I'm talking in general pulpit. Can sometimes be used for the wrong purpose. And for the wrong reason. And not for the kingdom of God. <laughs> because of position. And influence. Because of the title. Amen. Hallelujah. I just use myself. I'm the pastor here. I'll set up who I want to set up. And I'll do what I want to do. If anybody likes it or not. But God's the one that sets up. And God's the one that tears down. <laughs> God's the one that raises up nations. And God's the one that can tear nations down. We serve an awesome God here this morning. A powerful God. That will work on our behalf. If we'll humble ourselves and come. Watch the pattern of Esther. Watch the pattern of Mordecai. And even after giving that permission to fight more. 500 in the city. Amen. That they were in. Susan, 500 they killed. 500 that regardless after the fear of the Jews and the fear of Mordecai had came on all the people. They were still 500 in the city that was ingrained in their heart, in their mind, and their spirit to hate the Jews to the point, amen, that they had to take their lives. And then on the following day, 300 more. And if you'll read a little further down, you'll find out there was 75,000 that lost their lives. Amen. Because they was the enemies of the Jews, which made them enemies of God. The spirit of iniquity that was working on the inside. We're in a warfare. But I believe God in this end time is going to raise up some folks, some individuals, some people, some possibly even families. It's going to shock their community. As they yield themselves to God and let God do the work. It's not about us. Mordecai, in those two or three years in the gate, at the king's gate, he never tried to position himself in that place. Ever. Never requested, never prayed for it. As far as we know, didn't desire it. Did not. But before it is over with, 
He was in the very place of that that he wouldn't bow down to. That he wouldn't submit to. Oh God. Let's do this God's way. Let's do this God's way. That's all I want us to do. If we'll do this God's way, folks. Holy Ghost is real for you, son. There's no better life. And I didn't tell you it's a life of ease. You're going to become a soldier. It's going to be some battles. But let me promise you something. The benefits far outweigh the cost. And you got little fellas following in your footsteps. That you can keep some giants that he won't never have to battle. Because you take care of them now. He won't have to face them. This thing is powerful. It's real. He works for us. I'm telling you, the Lord's been in this house this morning and speaking to us, ministering to us. I don't have a clue what time it is. Y'all ready to go? You, y'all ready? You want to call on God? You want a little more singing? You want to just seek after His face? And that's, this is where it's supposed to be. When God moves, amen, it can be in a dungeon. <laughs> but folks don't want to leave. Not His presence. Not His touch. And you know what? I wouldn't hold back. I had something, man, I'd, I'd present it, I'd bring it. I'd, I'd bring it to the Lord. I said, here it is, God. If I was struggling with a desire of living for Him, you know what I'd do? I'd come, God, put a desire in me. Put a, put a brand new thirst in me. Put a brand new hunger in me for the things of God, for the move of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you something else you're going to work on. That's prayer. I believe the Holy Ghost smote me. Wednesday night, Wednesday afternoon about prayer. We've let the excuse they took it out of school to allow it to be taken out of our homes. I heard of a little incident yesterday of a little situation that was going on in one of our schools. The teacher had been a common practice to let the students pray before they go to lunch. It's a student-led deal. As they line up to go, one of the students kind of lead it off, and they just say the simple little prayer to bless it. Around Easter time, the preacher's kid, they talked about Easter and what happens in Easter. And so, anyway, most of them talked about, you know, the, the, all the holiday stuff around it. But anyway, one of the little preacher's kids said, no, it's about the resurrection, the death of Jesus Christ. And, and the conversation just kind of went on. Well, the teacher got a phone call a couple of days later from a parent. Began to question what was going on. And finally this teacher pursued long enough to say, hey, what, what's about? So I'm not following you. What's? And um, this particular parent apparently has taught her children that the Bible is nothing but a fiction book. And apparently these little episodes had caused their smallest child, a man, to begin to... Uh, put pressure on the older ones about, uh, hey man, if you don't know the Lord and things of this nature, you're in trouble. And uh, so she was putting pressure on this particular teacher to not do that any longer. She, she was going to say, well, she actually told her, said, hey, I'm going to go out and try to get some people, some committees and everything. She said, oh, oh right, 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 right there. She said, right now. She said, I'll call the superintendent. We'll get the principal. You come up here and we'll deal with this. Because we have not broke the law. Said, as long as it's a student-led prayer, we can do this. Amen. 
Well, praise the Lord by prayer and just, you know, asking God's mercy and grace. That's as far as it went. She hadn't heard no more about it. But that's the kind of world we're dealing with. They don't want you to pray. Until it's their Till it's their boy that's stressed out on drugs and killed two or three people. And I say, I need a God. That's time and time again in the Bible. So church, let's pray. Moves like this are real. You know why they have such good, great moves of God, such as like peak? How many hours y'all spend in service? The preaching was two, two and a half hours. Start at 7, 7.30, stayed at 11, 11.30. That used to be the normal in all the apostolic churches. Let's get back to it. Oh, it, it'll be tiresome. Ain't nobody getting no tired. I told my wife yesterday, I said, I don't know what's wrong with me. I said, but I'm telling you right now, my legs, they're so good. I'm just... God's keep on pushing keep on believing God's going to help us we don't have a choice there's too many that's leaving that don't know it and I don't want to be the bear of bad news, but what everybody believes, you know, it's just not right. We got to go by the book. Nobody has the right or the power to change it, but we must preach it and live it. Listen to what Esther said. She came back in the second time. It wasn't about her. She was going to be protected. Mordecai was going to be protected, but the people wasn't going to be. So she intercedes for them. I told somebody about trying to reach the black community. Inviting them, trying to get them to come. They said, oh, they ain't coming. I just let that roll off me like water off a duck back. So God, you know. God, you know. So God... Somebody fight for them. Somebody stand in the camp. Somebody say, God, let's give them a chance. They have a right, folks. I just wonder what happened in this community, brother. If they could have been here this morning, felt what we felt. I just wonder what would happen in our community if somehow that little kid that's got a mom and daddy strung out on drugs and don't even know where they're at in the world, but they can have an opportunity to come in and feel what we feel, feel the hope that we got, feel the peace we got, feel the love we got. That's what this is all about. So that second time, watch the king. She cried out to him and said, hey, if you find pleasure in me. What did the king do? The second time. You know, I'll ever hear this part preached. The golden scepter was extended to her again. 
God's in the midst this morning. Amen. Extending the scepter of righteousness. That's his scepter. To make you and I righteous. To sanctify us. To purge and cleanse and mold us. It was so powerful. They made a holiday out of it. They still keep it to this day. Purim, amen. Every 12th month, which is the sixth month, amen, as far as the silver calendar. But the Ecclesiastes, amen, it's the 12th month, the 14th, 15th, the 13th day, amen, that they celebrate and they're full of joy. And God, why? We got hope now. We had a decree that came along, amen, saying we was going to be annihilated. What would you do all of a sudden if the government passed a law that all apostolic people, one God people, are going to be annihilated off the, off the streets and we're going to kill their jailies, we're going to kill their ambulance, we're going to kill their Michaels, we're going to kill their cases and Marleys, we're going to wipe them all out. What would you? do that's exactly what they faced all of these little babies bash their heads in cut their heads off whatever what I found so amazing in that if she couldn't get the law to change or written in a way that they could protect themselves they yielded themselves to it now, we have a problem with that, don't we? Especially in America. I ain't about to. I'll get my six gun on me, you know? What was the difference? We'll show you the difference. That's like putting on your six gun to go against the, the United States military. They could take one drone, pull over to your house, and drop one little bomb and and being there, the law, who's going to do anything about it? They had the back end of the law. Now watch this. All the, the sheriffs, the lieutenants, the governors, and all the, the provision, the region, amen. They had the back end of them. But watch this. Because Mordecai became great in the eyes. And they all feared. Now watch this. They feared Mordecai. You know why? Because Mordecai represented the true living God. And now all of a sudden, things shift and things changes. Now all the lieutenants, the sheriffs, the deputies, the governors, anybody that had any kind of military uh, power, watch it, watch what happened, went to the Jews. That's not all. Them cats was kind of straddling the fence about whether or not to worship like a Jew or not, to become a Jew or not, all of a sudden became a Jew. It's in a revival broken. You'd be shocked the people that's struggling this morning. Whether or not if I really want to go to church or sell out to God. Or they just need a church that says, you know what? We intercede. Amen. I got hold of a God. And now it'll help make up your mind. Amen. For revival. It's a spiritual warfare, ladies and gentlemen, that's going on in our community. And you and I are the ones that can make the difference of whether or not they're going to make it or not. And we may just be shocked who walks through them doors. And come in here with a testimony. The struggles they had in their beds. <laughs> the struggles they had across their kitchen tables. <laughs> then all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden the spirit of God and the hand of God moves and gets a hold of them like a hook in their jaw and brings them to the house of God. Because the power of the devil, amen, lost his hold and his ability to bind them. And all of a sudden, light. Go back and read it. You know what happened to the what happened to one of the first things you read? Light came to the Jews. Light brings hope. <laughs> Life. It's all nobody wants to be in darkness and gloom and caves and no. light and hope and joy. It became part of your time. You, you, you may not understand this one, but if you'll do a little study on that, on that celebration, they was they was commanded to drink. They was encouraged to get so drunk. You do what I thought you want to. We can get drunk too. That's what's wrong with the church. We don't get as drunk as we ought to. And as often as we ought to. If we would get drunk a little more often. Oh the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you. You do it now. near the problems you think you've got. Because I'm going to tell you something. A drunk man don't have any problems. He'll give his last dollar away. He'll dance with anybody who wants to dance. He'll party all night long. Yeah he's got to get him go to work. But hey I'm drunk. Well y'all kept hanging around. So. <laughs> Guess who's the last one to leave the party? <laughs> Woo! Hey Amen. In fact, if it's not the right party, they'll go find one. Hey, somebody's searching already this morning. Sitting in that dead church is not hit on nothing. Hey Amen. And in their heart, their mind is buried right now. I want to find me another place. I'm going to find me another God. I'm going to find me another place of worship. Guess what? Guess what? That's why you would step in on the scene. Amen. Why don't you come down to that first Jesus name church of Bendale? I'm telling you, there's a power of God, a love of God, a move of God. Hallelujah. Even on a Sunday morning. It's working for us, folks. Working for us. Anybody been praying for Montana? What about Max Reeves? They really on my mind and my heart. Love to see God's hand. What two powerful testimonies could be in this community? God heals them. Gives him back life. And I, I, I put that God knows. He's got the seasons, he's got the time. He knows. He knows how to work this thing out better than I do. Okay. But I couldn't help but think about even Max yesterday. Actually, Friday evening. I got behind Rick Stringer. He's coming down 57 on his tractor. And uh, I pulled in here for a little while. I went, made my way home. I seen him in Maxfield. Cutting his hay. Mike Stringer. I don't know what connections. I knew earlier, in this, he was in the store earlier that day, and I heard him talking to uh, Ricky Coatson. He said he talked to somebody about cutting some hay or whatever. He said, uh, I told him, give me a call, seen him. And that apparently what it was about. They wanted to make sure they got the whole field cut Friday evening. And they did. Who knows? Who knows? I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't have a tractor. I can't go cut hay. I'll tell you what I can do. I can pray. 
intercede and I cry out that God, you can kill him and you can raise him up and you can fill him with the Holy Ghost. You turn his life around. You can do that. So, we're going to believe God and trust God. In fact, Max was one of those back a year ago. And some very, very small few complained about the outside services. When we came back in, a day or two later, Max came to the hardware store. He said, hey. He said, y'all done went back in or what? I said, yes, sir. I said, we have. He said, you need to put some speakers on the outside. That's what he told me. He said, I enjoyed it. He said, I remember the first Sunday. He said, I was outside with my kids and we was doing some stuff. And so all of a sudden we got to hearing it. He said, now, I said, I go out on the front porch every Sunday morning when y'all having service with my coffee. <laughs> Listening. Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing what? The word of God. Our problem is we think everybody's got to get in here before they can hear it. No, they got to hear it before they're ever going to get in here. But if they can ever hear it out there, guess what? They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. I don't know what the process will be, but I'm telling you when they heard it, God says, I'm going to get them. I'm going to pull them in. Sometimes we don't like how God does it, but I'm telling you, God will get the job done. Woo! I said, God will get the job done. Praise God. Lord bless you this morning. Appreciate you. I'm just going to let you, let you, let you be dismissed. Let you do what you feel to do. Hallelujah. Y'all want to preach a while? God's good. God's been good to us here today. I believe he's going to be good to us here again tonight. Okay, let's pray for Carson. Ear infection. God, I'll tell you, that's very painful and can be very sick to the body. We want God to reach down here and touch him and minister to him. Praise God today. Remember, Brother Barry and him, they should, if, if everything goes to plan, they should come in uh, Mobile about 8 o'clock this evening. Uh, I texted him, finally he was able to text back to me this morning uh, around 5, 5.30 or so. And uh, everything's in line so far. Everything's up to par, so thank God for that. So just keep them in our prayers that they uh, be able to finish that journey of getting back home. Uh, this thing keeps going like it's going. It could become uh, rough. Uh, almost shutting everything down again. So let's pray about that. I've mentioned that to you Wednesday. Uh, please, let's pray. Hallelujah. We got more power than the White House, ladies. We got it. 
We got it. God gave it to us. And so we got to activate it, be faithful with it. Uh, use it not, if you read your lesson at all, you don't use it for the glory of the flesh. God never lifts individual up for the glory of the flesh. It's all about him. And it really is all about him. He's our maker. He's the one that helps us. He's the one that gives us gifts and talent and ability. He's the one that fills our mouth. Let's let him work for us. Love you this morning. Appreciate you. Anything else? I want to miss no one. Love you. Appreciate you. Good to see each all of you in the house of the Lord this morning. We love you and appreciate you. Uh, children, uh, I would tell you you're going to get going to Sunday school classes next Sunday, but you're not. Amen. The bishop's going to be with us Saturday night at 7, Sunday at 11. Uh, Bishop Odin will be with us. He's looking forward to it. Uh, excited about it. He actually called me this morning to confirm, <coughs> to confirm that. Uh, so let's pray that God will be with him. Also, Brother Williams will be with us Wednesday night. Uh, Brother Williams will be back with us. And uh, so we're just excited about that and just excited about what God's going to do for us. We love you this morning and appreciate you. Amen. Look around. Some that's not here, let's pray for them. Let's lift them up before the Lord. God to touch them. It's good to see some of these that's been having to deal with the corona. God bless you. It's good to see y'all back in the house of the Lord today. Good to see each one of you. And uh, let's come back tonight and come back believing. Come back and hit those prayer room and pray down the power of God. And as we make our way over here, amen, let the Holy Ghost have its way. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.